0: For a Jew, in biblical times, there was nothing more devastating than to have leprosy. There was no hope for a cure. A leper was forced to withdraw from society. That meant bidding farewell, farewell to your family and friends and, and even to one's livelihood. It was like a living death. So today, we hear a little bit about that from the book of Leviticus one of the hard books to read in the Bible actually. It says, the one who bears the sore of leprosy shall cry out, unclean, unclean, and he shall dwell apart, making his abode outside the camp. Despite all this, this man in the gospel today has confidence in Jesus when he approached him. And we hear what happens. Jesus isn't worried. He breaks all the rules. You can't touch someone who has leprosy. Jesus can, and he does, and the man is healed miraculously. But the point of the gospel this evening isn't so much about that man all those years ago. We know that the gospel is about us. We don't look like lepers on the outside. But our leprosy is internal. Our leprosy is the leprosy of sin. Something we don't like to talk about. Not a lot of homilies on sin. Not a real popular topic, really. I'm sure you all are excited. I'm just getting you riled up for Lent, actually. It's right around the corner, so we might as well get into it early. But sin, for us, it does what leprosy did for people if we think of it that way it separates us from others and it causes us to feel that way separated from God and from others if we're honest we'd have to admit that's true sin does that to us it separates us from God and others our problem is though that we can hide our leprosy you know, lepers back then, they couldn't hide any of that because it's on your body, on the outside. But us, we can walk around and act like everything's fine. While all the while struggling with our internal leprosy, our hidden leprosy. We all have it. You didn't know you were a leper until I told you. But you are. I am for sure. I can claim my own leprosy. It's a personal question, but an important one to deal with. And the question is, what's your leprosy? I'm sure, again, you came tonight hoping I'd ask you that. Is it anger or jealousy? Is it lust? Unforgiveness? I could go on. There's a lot, of, a lot of leprosy out there. Maybe it's being vengeful or greedy or selfish. The point is we all need to acknowledge our leprosy and then do what that man in the gospel did. Bring it to Jesus. I love that one line. The leper says to Jesus, if you wish, Jesus, you can make me clean. And Jesus reached out his hand and touched him. And he said, I do will it be made clean. I always like that. Jesus, you can do that. So this man believed it. And it happened. And that's how it works, friends. When you come to Jesus that way, with faith in him, That's exactly what happens. You get healing. Because Jesus is the great healer. The divine doctor. And then notice what Jesus tells the man. He says, go show yourself to the priest. And that will be proof that you're healed. It's a little detail. But that was true back then. You'd have to go to the priest, and the priest would kind of evaluate you and say, you're clean, you're welcome back in. And that strikes me because we still do that. Jesus says, go to the priest, and the priest will proclaim you to be clean. Yeah, everybody wants to avoid that, going to confession. Here we go. Everybody wants to avoid that. Well, you know, I really don't need to do that. All right. Jesus told that man to do it. I mean, it's even in the Old Testament. People went to the priest to say, Now you're clean. You're welcome back. And we take that seriously because when we go to the priest in the confessional, that's what he does. God does the work. But the priest proclaims that. Your sins are forgiven. You're welcome back to the table. You're welcome back to the community. All those things that have divided you and separated you, it can all be gone. And so Jesus wants you to go to the priest and be proclaimed clean again. Yeah, we avoid it. A lot of people do. A lot of people avoid confession. You know, it's for somebody else. You can keep doing that if you want to, and I'll just keep bugging you. It's fine with me. As long as I'm here, I'll just keep working on you. You can keep avoiding it, and I'll keep preaching about it. It's going to happen, so you've kind of gotten used to that. But probably about half my time is over here, I figured, so i got another five years or whatever i got. I'll just keep working on you. And then, you know, the Lord will send me somewhere else and I'll start bugging them. It's just what I do. Because I know how great it is. Recently, like, we're just coming off Christmas, of course, but we're getting ready for Lent. It was so great during Christmas. In fact, Father Steve said this to me. That was his first Christmas as a priest. And he said, oh, he said, it was so great. I had these people that come to confession to me that hadn't been forever. It's good for you to hear that, a new priest saying that to me just brought a big smile to my face yeah he said there were people come back to confession after like 30 40 years wonderful it's because I keep bugging them and sooner or later somebody's going to figure it out I can be clean I don't have to walk around and feel like I do I can be clean again Jesus wants that for us Sometimes I wonder if we really believe that. Father Larry Richard says, God's not out to get us. But I wonder how many people think that. Oh, surely no one invents sins. God's not out to get us. Well, He is. He's out to get us into His arms of mercy. But boy, there's a lot of people that don't know that or haven't realized it, these are good things for us to think about as we get ready for Lent. I don't mean to be sarcastic, although I can be. I apologize for that, because this is not a a subject for sarcasm. It's actually a very serious one, isn't it? Dealing with our leprosy, our sin, and not trying to avoid it. We can do that. We can walk around and act like everything's fine, But it's not. I mean, things aren't fine in this world. We all sin and struggle. I do. A lot. So the point tonight is that we need to do what the man in the gospel did. We need to bring ourselves to Jesus. And we know how we'll get treated by him, just like that man did. Jesus isn't afraid of sinners. He's not afraid of becoming unclean. He's all-powerful, and He wants you to know that. Sometimes our problem, friends, is that we want to hang on to our sins. Let's be honest. We do. Sometimes we're just comfortable with them. No, I'll just keep them. God doesn't want to keep us there. He wants us to be whole. He wants us to be declared clean again. And I hope that you'll come to realize how great that is. Somebody will this Lent. Somebody will come back to confession after a long time. And will rejoice. The Lord will rejoice greatly that he's been able to declare someone clean again. One last thought. Notice what happens to the man after he's declared clean. Jesus said, Don't go and tell a bunch of people about that. Yeah, right. I mean, really? You just cured my leprosy. I'm not going to tell anybody? So he goes and starts telling everybody. I mean, who wouldn't? I guess my thought about that is it would be nice if we shared with others how great it is to be part of this church, how great it is to go to confession and be declared clean, it would be nice if we would tell people about that and not keep it to yourself. I mean, really, friends, that's why I'm here. I'm here because I came to know how great Jesus and His mercy is, and God called me to want to share it with you. But you're the ones. There's more of you than me, and He needs you to tell others how great He is, how great His mercy is, and how he desires to pour that out unto his people. So don't keep it to yourself, the good news, that the church, to use Pope Francis's term, that the church is a hospital for sinners. It's a place where people are trying to get better, where they want to be declared clean again, because when someone's clean, their life is different.